Welcome everybody to another episode of the Ag View Pitch, and we are here for another Dad's Wisdom. I am in Lorraine, North Dakota, sitting next to a dad and a son, but uh, they also have uh, sons that are coming on, so we got three generations here, and we're going to do this Dad's Wisdom, and we're going to start with Lloyd Gates and Dell Gates. And Lloyd, uh, we just was talking about it offline. You're the one that got this whole party started, aren't you? I guess so. So, so tell us a little bit about yourself. So you, we're in Lorraine, North Dakota, northern part. You said how far are we from Canada? Nine miles from Canada. Okay, hold that mic just a little bit clear. Okay. From Canada. Okay, awesome. And so you're the one that started this whole party. When did you start farming? In 1948. 1948. So did you? You probably farmed with a little different equipment than what these yeah, guys are running today. Yeah. Yeah. Twelve foot uh, cultivator and drill and. Yeah, yep. So what crops were you growing when you started here? Mainly wheat and barley and rye. Okay, okay. Any uh, livestock or anything at oh, that time? Oh, yeah, we had some, but not too much. My my brother had the, had the farm there that, well, we did when we first grew up out in the farm, and then my dad ran the elevator for 35 years in Lorraine. Okay, so interesting. So we milked cows in Lorraine, and I delivered milk, so... Okay, so you had a lot going on then. Oh, yeah. Yep. So um, talk a little bit about your family. We're going to pick on Dell here, your son here, in a minute. Um, so one, one of the things, and I'm just going gonna, gonna to hit, hit you up on this, but how old are you? I'm 90. You're 90, and you look like you're 60, so what's the secret? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Well, I don't know. You had a couple of secrets. There's no, there's none that you can say online anyway. Yeah, probably not. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, that's good. So, so uh, anyway, how many kids did you did you have? I had two. Her daughter was killed when she was 21 in a car accident. I'm sorry to hear that. So, so Dell is is sitting here with us. Um, do you want to? Should we introduce him? Yeah, you might as well. So, Dell, go ahead and uh, introduce yourself a little bit, and then we'll pick on your dad here a little bit more. Dell Gates, uh, I'm a little younger than he is at 65, so. <laughs> <laughs> but we've farmed together all my life, and uh, it's been a wonderful dream, I'd say. Yeah, and so we're sitting here, and, and your two sons, Dell, and your grandsons, Lloyd, are sitting here listening to us, so they're going to. They're going to get to listen to it on the podcast and listen to it in real life here. So, so uh, I guess, uh, Dell, I'm going to pick on you here for a second, and then we'll go back and we'll stay picking on Lloyd here. But um, talk a little bit about um, some of your experiences and, and kind of how you got started and when did you start? Well, I started when I was 17, I guess, 18 years old. Um, rented five quarters from a, a landlord that uh, we had for years and then bought that property but um, yeah just working together with with mom and dad to where we just developed where we we came we started from raising some seed to where we're pretty much devoted to the seed production so you have a, a seed business now in the in the local area and stuff and so your boys are helping in that and helping on the farm operation now and you're learning how to delegate and elevate their roles and responsibilities yeah that's correct uh, education never stops yeah so 
Sounds good. So back to Lloyd here for a minute. Let's pick on you. So so talk a little bit more about um, about your operation as it grew. Um, you know, you started in '48. What what year did you retire? <laughs> or oh, you're not retired yet, I don't right? Know if I have retired, I'm just retarded. <laughs> <laughs> well, what what year what year did you start slowing down, or did you never ever slow down? Because it sounds like you still do all, a lot of work around here. Yeah, whenever they kicked me off the stuff, then I retired. I see, I see. So so uh, talk a little bit about you know some of the challenges as you were farming. You know, if you think back. Um, whether it's financial or family or business or you know other other businesses in the area talk a little bit about a couple of the challenges or some of the the key lessons you learned well yeah I had to buy land or rent land buy land through the farmers uh, FHA two quarters of land that way and mm -hmm. I got started and stuff and, and it's been a challenge all the time so mm-hmm so like during the the 80s when interest rates were high we're starting to see interest rates go up now nothing like you know you know i see a smile in there nothing like we saw in the 80s or whatever but but you know talk a little bit about that but there's some tough times well, then it was really some tough times and i got put into one bank and because i paid an fha uh, loan i paid it two years in one so instead okay. of getting four and a half percent, they turned me over to a bank in Mohall, and I get charged thirteen percent hmm. interest. So then I told that banker to go straight to HEW <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and move to West Hope, and the best move I ever made over there. Okay. Bill Munn over there was the banker, and he said, "We'll do six percent simple interest, and if you can't make the payment, we." In. Just run it another year. Yeah. So he never ever did anything. So is that one of the lessons then for some of the younger guys listening? Yes. Is make sure you got a good banker. Well, and make sure you don't pay off a loan like that. They said, well, if you'd have put it in their, in your bank and just paid it, you know, as a, a fallback, then fine. But I thought it was money ahead when I paid a year and ahead, and then no, and then I was too good an investment for them. So. I see. So that has a lot to do with working capital too, though, right? Is keeping yeah. keeping your powder dry, keeping yeah. the cash, and and you might feel flux, and that's going to happen this year, I think, with a lot of farmers because in in a lot of areas anyway, there's areas that'll be an exception to this, but I think there's going to be a lot of farm operations with where commodity prices are at. They're going to have a very strong cash position, and the thing I think you're saying is be super careful not to accelerate those long-term loans especially if the interest rates good on them right? right so yeah that's what i think okay so any other any other good lesson that's a really good well, one there. i've been in the service for for uh two years from 52 to 54 and i spent 18 months in korea okay and then i came back and and i met Dell's mother at a New Year's Eve dance in 54. Wow. Well, that's a good deal. I went to school with her, with her sister, but I never knew her till I come back from the service. Huh. Was she, was she older than you or younger oh, than you? Five years younger than me. Oh, well, that's probably why you didn't know her then. Yeah, right. When you were a senior, she was in eighth grade, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yep. So, no, that's awesome. So talk a little bit more about any lessons, and, and I guess the question I would... Uh, well, go ahead. It just... You know, we learned a lot from the way we farmed, and my dad 
brought me up a good way and told me lots of stuff on how to watch out for the prices of land and stuff because he'd went through the dirty 30s and mm. he remembered all this stuff and they just related on to Dell and he's been doing everything ever since right and we've been doing good so. well that's good that you do everything right Dell uh, my dad never told me I did everything right. Is there anything you can find that he does wrong? No, <laughs> I can't. He's always done done good by me, and I can, I'm always proud of him and, and the two grandkids and everybody else. So. Yeah, well, that's awesome. So if you could go back and tell your 25-year-old self something, um, what what's one or two things you would tell yourself, not knowing what you know now? Is there any is there anything that comes to mind that No. I'm glad I done what I did and I'm glad everything turned out the way it is. Yeah. I lost my wife two years ago. Oh, I'm sorry. Sorry to hear that. I'm by myself now with Dell and the grandkids. Yeah. And they just keep making you work. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's about it. Yeah. So, um, I guess uh trying to think here I was going to ask you another question and I can't think of what it was right now so I'm going to come back to you because it, it left my it left my mind so we're not done picking on you yet but um, let's let's go to Dell here for a second and um, talk a little bit about uh, yourself too and um, we're sitting here with your two sons um, coming back to the farm we got three generations here um, talk about some of the things that you've you've learned from Lloyd here, from your dad, and and kind of what you hope to do, passing things on to the next generation. Well, I think uh, probably doing a good job and being honest has been probably the biggest thing. Um, I've been on several boards, I guess, over my lifetime, and uh, um, enjoyed virtually every one of them, and I've always learned from them. Um, one of the biggest things, I guess, I think when you go into these boards and, and work on crop improvement, uh, NDSU, some of the advisory boards is, you know, you go in with uh, the thought of making agriculture better and, and not having a personal agenda. And I think that's always worked out well. It's when you go in and with a group and, and come with decisions and then leave there united under one one uh, idea and carry it forward that's meant a lot and if agriculture gains by it you should gain by it mm -hmm. so it's it's been fun at, all through it so it's a lot about service too like Lloyd said you know serving in the military that that's that's a, a huge commendable service but it's also serving in the community and and doing things to give back yeah that's right yeah you get get back what you put into it. it yep. Like, so. Yep. So talk a little bit about um, about your operation. Tell tell the listeners a little bit about you know I, I said we're in Lorraine, North Dakota. Talk a little bit about your operation and how it's set up. Well, we've uh, yeah just started growing commodities way back when and then switched slowly to into the seed production and now we grow well a lot of. NDSU varieties uh, over the years, and uh, AgriPro is one of them, um, of the commercial ones, and then uh, Syngenta on some soybeans, but we raise NDSU soybeans too, so nice. we're kind of diversified into awesome. diff yeah, different baskets. Awesome. So so you have the two boys, and you have a daughter as well, right? Yep. So, and 
are your kids as perfect as you are? Because Lloyd, Lloyd didn't have, say you did anything wrong, so are your kids just as perfect as you? That might have been <laughs> you can think of a few things that weren't perfect then. That's right. Okay. Okay. Well, if you could go back and tell your 25-year-old self something um, at 65 now, you know, that's 40 years ago. And, and what will that take you back to the to the 70s and 80s? It doesn't seem like that long ago, does yeah, it? The 70s and stuff, yeah. It's yeah. Late, late 70s, but uh, yeah, I guess um, I don't have any real regrets other than, yeah, if there were some other opportunities maybe to um, that passed by where he could have purchased another quarter of land or two. It, everything kind of seems like it it all fell into place. It, mm-hmm. um, I'll have you hold that a little closer. So, yeah, I'd, it's been an interesting ride. The changes that have come from the seeding units we used to have pulled drills to where we're at mm-hmm. with the air seeders. And, um, yeah, it's just uh, who'd ever dreamt to where we are. And, mm-hmm. and yeah, technology. Yeah. You talked a little bit about, you know, purchasing land and Lloyd, you'd mentioned that too, you know, the importance of, of that. Is there a, is there a guideline that you think is appropriate as far as like debt management? Because, you know, like Lloyd brought up, you know, you got to manage the loans for one thing, but you also got to decide how much debt is, is right. You know, do you feel like you managed that good or do you feel like maybe you know, more or less debt and in, in any kind of management strategy there that you think is, is a wise consideration? Well, I think kind of as we were talking through the day, yeah, the markets, how they vary, that's that's where it's a hard one. You always wonder if you're going to get into the catch of the down market. Right. And you're buying, and, and that's probably the biggest struggle or the biggest thought that you have or fear. And mm-hmm. basically somehow it always works out. But yeah, if you could always be in the upswing when you have purchased and yeah, I've left it, had some pretty fancy debts at times and came out of them. And yeah, there was other land sitting there and I thought, well, you couldn't, couldn't afford to buy it. Mm-hmm. Well, now you kind of should. Yeah, right, right. Should have, would have, could have. Yep. So uh, I guess I'll ask you this question and Lloyd's had time to be thinking about this. Keep thinking, Lloyd, here. But, but uh, you know, uh, for not only for your sons, but for the listeners here, if you could think of one or two pieces of advice, things that, you know, from the things you've learned over your years of farming, what things would you recommend the listeners, you know, the 20-somethings, the 30-somethings, the 40-somethings be careful of or what, you know, things stick in your mind that maybe they should pay attention to and manage? Yeah, I don't, it, the times change so, so much it's hard to uh, put a finger on something that, to, to forecast or to see that that's the if commodity prices would stay where they're at and, mm-hmm. or where they should and they won't yep <laughs> we know that and yeah that's what gives you the the um, fear factor and in, right. in the decision making you do and yeah you just got to work within your bounds and mm-hmm. and things will work out yeah and things are becoming a lot more sophisticated aren't they yes. i mean it's just getting to the point where I know today, you know, uh, in our meeting, we talked a little bit about working in the business versus working on the business. And that's something that, that at least at AgView, we've really seen that's changed. Um, how has that changed during your career, you know, working in the, you know, doing the, the, the day-to-day stuff versus, you know, the 
executive level things that we need to be doing. Well, that's hard. Back then, it seemed like in the, when you were 25 years old, you just worked every day at doing the job at hand and and uh, paid your taxes, did your thing. And and um, here, it's just there's much more into thinking the liabilities and mm-hmm. and protecting yourself as well as working on the next day. Yeah. I mean, there's so much more into it that exposure mm-hmm. that sits there and yeah and part of its transition too <clears throat> i think lloyd looks like did a phenomenal job since you did everything right but but no seriously you know he did a great job of transitioning now you're in that stage where you're gonna have to start thinking about transitioning over to parker and chase um any lessons that you learned from him that you know that worked really good or i'm gonna do this different or did he do everything right too no, it kind of all worked out, yeah, however we did it. I guess, like, say, when we were working together, him and I more close, uh, I don't think we had a unwritten or written law to kind of follow. We just did our things, and um, yet we knew where we were all headed, mm-hmm. what we wanted to achieve. And, and Well, that's one of the things, and I get that question a lot from <clears throat> a lot of people we work with when we're working through these transitions and business structure is that, well, man, we transitioned the last generation. I don't remember having to do all this stuff, Yeah. but it's a different world now, isn't it? Yes, it it is. Yeah, you can definitely see it and Mm -hmm. and you got to prepare for it, I think. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Well, let's let's hand back to Lloyd here for a minute and and we'll get close to wrapping things up, but if you had time to think of anything, any any additional stuff? I would say is I got to give credit to my my wife, Dell's mother, yep. because she kept us going. She always had good things to say about it. Yep. She kept us working together, and I'm so proud of Dell and the grandsons and everybody now. They followed through in the step, and yep. I'm just lonesome without her. So. Yeah, well, and, and uh, I appreciate you doing that because I would say, and, and your wife, Vicki, too, Dell, I mean, it's it's a lot of times the spouse that is the reason we get done what we get done right, right. we don't we don't do this stuff without them supporting us right. so gotta, gotta give them the credit that's there. right that's yeah. right so sounds good well anything else no. you, you, you you know you got everything out that you needed to get out right I think so I just said if my dad could be around now and see the machinery the size of it was you just say, oh my, oh my. Yeah, right. Never anything bigger than a 14-foot header or anything back in those days when yeah. he was alive. Right, so, right. Is there any, uh, one last question for you, Lloyd. Is there anything that your dad told you that sticks in your head that's like, I'll never forget him telling me that or anything along those lines? There was lots of things. He, what, what's one or two of them? There was a couple things. He talked me out of buying land, and he come and said afterwards, I shouldn't have, but he said he remembered the dirty 30s, and he uh-huh. said that was a lot of money at that time. Yeah, yeah, so sometimes it is managing that, though, yeah. too, right? That's right. Yep. But I never begrudged him that because he was always so good to us. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. Yeah. So, well, thank you very much, um, Lloyd. We really appreciate you you being here, and and uh, I'll have you hand over to Dell. We'll finish up with him. Thank you very much, Lloyd. You're welcome. So, Dell, um, Dell Gates, thank you very much. Any anything that 
that your daddy's sitting right here that he told you that sticks in your head that's like, I'll never forget him telling me that. No, I think the part is, yeah, you always worked on the, the cautious side probably, and it it's turned out to be fine the way it is. I mean, that's the part uh, we've been blessed and very grateful for the opportunity to have a business and be an egg. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's for sure. We're all pretty blessed, I think. Yeah. And so Lloyd Gates, Dell Gates, sitting here with your sons, Parker and Chase, who are being quiet at the other end of the table. So with that said, um, thank you for this dad's wisdom. Really appreciate your contribution, even though you really didn't want to do this, <clears throat> especially Lloyd, I think. But uh, we, we really appreciate it. And uh, thanks, everybody, again, for listening to this dad's wisdom. And if you have a dad out there or a grandpa or somebody that can contribute to this, let us know, and we would love to have a visit with them. Again, thanks, everybody, and we'll catch you again next time on the Ag View Pitch.